praise the Lord. You listener that's listening to this sermon today, I want you to listen closely because number one, the end of the world is near and you don't want to go to hell nor the lake of fire. So I want to bring to you from the word of the living God that there is an escape. Because for God so loved the world, is what the Bible said, and is gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life it is not the will of the father god for anyone to be destroyed to perish because of this god has made a provision for human beings i want you to know that even you that is listening to me if you have never done anything wrong since you were born if you have said you have never committed any sin since you were born no matter what your religion is you are still a sinner by inheritance. You have inherited the sin that Adam, the first man, sinned and the whole world was condemned. That is what the scripture told us. The Bible told us that all, that includes you and me, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. What is the glory of God? Something that God gave to Adam freely that will keep him never to see death. But because he sinned, he lost that glory of God. And since then, human beings have been going through the grave. Sin brought in diseases and sicknesses and eventual physical death. And those who died in their sin are destined to hell and lake of fire. You see that for this purpose, the Bible says in first epistle of John, Apostle John, chapter 3, verse 8. Let me read it to you. This is what Apostle John was telling us in the scriptures. He said, He that committed sin is of the devil. You hear that? He that committed sin is of the devil. Now you may say, Well, you have not sinned since you are born, but you are a sinner by inheritance. That makes you to fall into this category. He that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. Now this is the antidote God has brought for mankind. Because God so loved the world and he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believeth in him will have everlasting life. Listen to this in the first epistle of John chapter 3 verse 8. Say he that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose... The Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. That is the reason why the Lord Jesus Christ came to the world. To destroy the works of the devil. What are the works of the devil? It started from sin that he put upon human race through Adam. And from that sin, diseases and sicknesses followed sin. Because the Bible said, the soul that sinned shall die. That is the ordinance of God in the universe. The soul that sinned shall die. But when man, man, God made human beings, the Bible said, human beings became a living soul. On this planet, on the physical world, we became a living soul. But the soul that sinned shall die. That is the ordinance of God in the whole universe. So Satan came and brought sin to humanity. And since then, every human being has been dying because of the sin of Adam. Now God has made a provision to save mankind from lake of fire. 
from perdition, from destruction. That is why Jesus Christ came to destroy the works of the devil. And how is he destroying it? To first remove sin from our life. Now, God is not making it automatic. You've got to come to Jesus and accept it, the sacrifice that God has made. That is why your religion will not save you. Your good works will not save you. You're trying your best will not save you. You've got to come and accept the sacrifice God made for humanity, for mankind, which is the blood of Jesus Christ. This is why Jesus Christ told the Jews when he was preaching to them, he said, Except you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life in you. Jesus Christ is the antidote for sin. Think of if a snake has beaten somebody and the poison is already in the blood flesh of the person. And the only way the person can be saved is for the person to get an antidote, antitoxin, to destroy that poison of the snake from the blood of that person. Now the old man has been beaten by the snake of Satan called the serpent in the garden. And the old man race, not just Adam, it went into the soul, into the spirit of humanity from the spiritual world. So the only way is for God to, re to redeem mankind. And that was why Christ came. And he became the antidote to remove sin from humanity. But it's not automatically removed. It has to be you come by faith, individually believing in him. That is how God live it. He said that this is what the Bible has said in another apostle, letter of Apostle Paul, for our Apostle John. First John chapter 5. This is what Apostle John was telling us here in the first epistle of John chapter 5 about the record of God for us. He said right here in verse 10, first epistle of John chapter 5 verse 10, he said, He that believeth on the Son of God has the witness in himself. He that believeth not God has made him a liar because he believeth not the record that God gave of his Son. And this is the record. That God has given to us eternal life. And this life is in his son. God said, okay, I'm going to save you mankind. And this is how I'm going to do it this time. Because God created man from the dust. And put Adam on this planet earth. And Adam became a living soul. And God intended to bring humanity through that line. But Satan came in and through the serpent put poison into the, into, the, into the lineage of humanity. Now, God wanted to save us. God said, this is what I'm going to do it this time. I'm going to send my son, the spirit of my son, to everyone that we believe. Age every person that we believe. So God said, I have given unto you guys eternal life back. But I put it this time in my son. So just get my son inside you. And that is eternal life. Jesus Christ said it. He said, this is eternal life that, you may, that we may know the true God and Jesus Christ whom he has sent. So the only way you are going to get that eternal life is for Jesus Christ to come and be indwelling you. That's why Jesus Christ said, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life in you. Don't think of our Lord Jesus Christ as if just a human being filled by the Holy Ghost. It is God in heaven came down as a human being. God in heaven came down as a human being. That's what the Bible said. Go and read it yourself in 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. Say, God was, God was manifest in the flesh. Preached unto the Gentiles. Received up into glory. So you have to know it is God that manifests in the flesh. That's why he called himself a son of God. 
But it was God Almighty that came in form of a human being, put on the human flesh, and came among us. That's why the prophesied is about his birth that it is going to be called Emmanuel, God with us. God Almighty with human beings walking upon the earth. That was what whom Jesus Christ is. And that is why he said, go and read it in the book of the book of Revelation when he said, This is the revelation of Jesus Christ, chapter one. And then chapter four and five we reveal to you. So that's why I want you to know that God has given unto a man, to a human being, eternal life. But this time he's going to put this eternal life in his son. And verse 12 of first John chapter 5, that I was he said, He that has the son has life. And he that has not the son of God has not life. So you now see, that is how God is going to give us, as he is giving us back eternal life. But you have to come, in the Christ said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You have got to come to Jesus. You may say, well, I go to church, if I come to Jesus. If you have come to Jesus, why will sin still be in your life? Listen to this. The Bible said, if you are beaten, by a snake in the days of Moses he said look unto that serpent that was brazen serpent that was put upon the cross when you look at unto that serpent the snake poison will be removed from the person that was beaten now in the same manner the Lord Jesus Christ said just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness the son of man the son of God will be lifted up on the cross so that people can look unto him and be saved from this poison of sin. Now, don't tell me that God has delivered, God has put this antidote in your blood and you are still committing sin. That's what the Bible is saying in First John chapter three. You shouldn't be a sinner anymore if you have received genuinely received the antidote, which is the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart, into your soul. Look at it again in First John chapter three that I read to you. He said, he that committed sin, that is, if you continue to practice sin, no matter who you are, if you continue to practice sin, you are still living a lifestyle of sin. He said, you are of the devil. He that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. In short, God is telling you and me, he has brought the antidote for sin through our Lord Jesus Christ. And all you need to do is to partake of the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the antidote will come into your, into your blood system, into your soul, into your spirit, and give you a new life. He said, anyone that is in Christ, you become a new creature in Christ Jesus. He is recreating us. That's what he called being born again. God is recreating us. Individually that comes to him, he is recreating us. And he wants to recreate you. You may say, well, I'm already a pastor. I'm already a preacher. Why am I still living in sin? It's because you have not been recreated. Christ is saying, come unto me and accept him as your Lord and Savior wholeheartedly. Tell him that you are fed up with the life of sin and you want to live a pure life. You have to mean it in your heart and then call upon the name of Jesus Christ and he will give you this new birth which we say being born again. The Lord was talking to Nicodemus, one of the rabbis in, the, in Israel in those days, that they have lived their life reading the Torah, reading the word of Moses, and yet they still knew that they were not close to God. And the logical soul that might say, except a man be born again, he cannot enter. He cannot even see the kingdom of God. That man said, how can we be born again? Can we go back into our mother's womb? 
He said, except a man be born of water and of spirit, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now, the Lord explained that further by saying, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life in you. That was in the Gospel of John chapter 6. They couldn't understand that, but he's saying the Holy Spirit has to come and be indwelling you. Jesus Christ has to come and be indwelling you by the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's in us that have been born again. And he wants to be in you also. He wants you to come and accept him as your Lord and Savior. And you will become a new creature. He will give you that new birth. That you say being born again. Redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. That is the message to you my friend. If you say you are already a Christian. You are going to church and you are still living a lifestyle of sin. Are you telling God that. The antidote he gave to you does not work in your life. Tell me, you that goes to church, you shall say you are a believer, you shall say you are a Christian, and you are still in all those sins, adultery, fornication, homosexuality, or corruption of uh, embezzlement, bribery, all these evil things that the Bible lists that all of those things are of the world. They are not of God. He said these are the sins of the world, the loss of the eyes, the lust of the flesh and the pride of life, they are not of the Father, but they are of the world. Because those three things summarize every sin that is plaguing humanity. The lust of the eyes, that is what makes you to look at other, 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 the other man's spouse. That's what makes you to look at your ungodliness or trying to, try to steal money. That is loss of the eyes, loss of the flesh. That make you to commit adultery, loss of the flesh. That make you to, to eat and you can't control your, your, your appetite. That makes you to, 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 to be in all those promiscuity, loss of the flesh. And pride of life, that's what makes you to lose after money. He said the love of money is the root of all evil. You can think of everything that is called sin. They are summarized under the loss of the eyes, the loss of the flesh, and the pride of life. The Bible said those three things, they are not of the Father God. They are of the world. And that is what the devil has planted into humanity, into your souls. But now Christ is saying, if you come to him, come to Jesus, he is the antidote. Not just God to give you antidote. He himself is the antidote for sin. He has to come and live inside you and give you this new life, this new birth. But you have to accept him as your Lord and Savior. You have to believe in his name. You have to call upon him. You have to surrender to his lifestyle. You have to surrender to the word of God that he has given to us. You have to surrender to obey. It is your decision. When you make that decision wholeheartedly, you will receive that salvation. Jesus Christ will touch you and you become a new creature. That is the antidote God has brought to mankind. But you have to accept it. Now, if you say you are a churchgoer, you say you are a believer, and yet you are still living in this lifestyle of sin, you are telling God that God is a liar. You are telling God that the antidote he brought does not work in your own life. Then you have yourself to stand before God and tell it to his face that, what have you done with my son Jesus Christ? What is going to ask you? What have you done with my son Jesus Christ? What is God going to ask you on the day of judgment? Are you saying that the antidote God brought to mankind does not work in you? And you that does not accept Jesus Christ, you just rejected the antidote that God is present to mankind. But because the Bible said, you eat the flesh of Jesus Christ and drink the blood of Jesus Christ, you have no life in you. Are you listening to me, my friend? Jesus Christ loves you. And he has not come to condemn the world. He has come to save the world. He has come to save you. Second Corinthians chapter 5. Apostle Paul said, God has already forgiven the whole world. And is now calling the whole world to come back to him. If you refuse to come back, you die in your sin. Many people will find themselves in hell. On that day, after they die. And realize, 
that they don't have to go there. You don't have to go to hell. Your, the payment has already been paid. He said, why did somebody tell you? We are telling you today that you don't have to go to hell. The solution, the antidote for sin has already been provided for mankind. Jesus is the antidote. You've got to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Let him come and be living inside you. And if you want to do that today, I will pray at the end of this sermon so that you can give your life to Jesus Christ. But that is the solution, my friend. That is the only way you can be saved from your sin. Not your religion. Not your good works. Not trying your best. But your good works will not save you. It will only give you reward after you have been saved. When you come before God, God we, are, we reward those that have been serving Him, that are teaching others, that are repairing. And they also have been born again. So you have to know that if you are not born again, you cannot get that day. You cannot even enter the kingdom of God. You cannot even see it unless you are born again. Because that is the word of the Lord Jesus Christ Himself. I'm not just saying by my own, by, from my own head. Look and look at it at Gospel of John, chapter 3. In, in Gospel of John, chapter 3, the Lord Jesus Christ was talking to Nicodemus. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And Nicodemus said, oh, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus Explain further that verily, verily, I say unto thee, verse 5, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So, what we are saying is, Jesus Christ wants to give you that new birth by the spirit of the living God. It's like recreating your spirit inside you. That is what God meant that the only way He can save mankind is to recreate the spirit inside them. It's our spirit that is being recreated. But you have to come to it. It's not automatically doing it for every human being. He said, come unto me. I will give you rest. This is what the Lord Jesus said. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, from verse 14. For the love of Christ constrained the Lord, because we all judge that if one died for all, then we are all dead. He died for all that they which live should not answer live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. In verse 17 of 2 Corinthians chapter 5. He said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, that is, if you have been born again, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Old things. That is your way of life before, your attitude towards life, your ambition, evil ambitions that want to, to step on others just to get to where you want to get to. All of those will pass away from your mind. You won't be interested in them anymore when Christ comes into you and you are now in Christ. You say, old things will pass away. All, behold, all things have become new. And verse 18 tells us what I said. All things are of God who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. And has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Verse 19 is very important. This is what God is saying to you and me. So God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. Not imputing their trespasses unto them. And has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. You understand what this scripture is telling you? That is, God has overlooked the sin of every human race and said, Now come unto me one by one. Every one of you come back. He is forgiving all your misbehaviors. He forgives all your sins. He said, Well, let's just say it's the devil that did those sins. Now you just come one by one to him. And we that come is giving us a new, a recreative spirit. God being born again. Some say they have come, but they have not given their heart to it. That's why they, they become a church member. But they are still living in their sin. You've got to come with your heart. Say, Lord, I know I have been a sinner. I couldn't help myself. Save my soul. Take this sin away from me. 
Then he will save your soul. He will save the sin away from you. He will give you that recreated spirit. But others just join the church because their parents go to church. And they are not, their heart is not in it. Then they have not really come to him. They are just a member of the, of the church. Those are the type that will be faced in the end with God and say, deny your Jesus or you will be killed. And they will deny Jesus because they are not really committed. And that is coming very soon at the end of the world. But those who have committed their life, they know that they, this sin nature has been plagued. They wanted to stop committing sin. They saw that they are still being pushed to it. Somehow they couldn't resist it. They, if you now hear the gospel, come to Jesus with your hand and say, Lord Jesus, I surrender. I have tried to live holy life myself, but I just couldn't do it. I'm always falling into this thing. Save my soul. Remove this sin nature from me. When you come to Jesus with a sincere heart like that, realizing that you, you are a sinner, you cannot help yourself. He is the Savior. He is the only one who can take this sinful nature from your soul and deliver you. Then He is ready to give you a new creative, creative spirit and you become a new creature. And then you will not be able to sin anymore. All things will pass away and become, you become a new creature. That is how you accept Christ. That's how you surrender to Him. And if you are still in your sin, let me just list to you so that you can see where somebody said, well, I have not been committed to sin. I said to you before, as I started this sermon, even if you have never sinned in your life, just being a sheer woman being born by a woman, you have already inherited sin of Adam. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's why every woman being, male, female, little child and old, all of you, I love us, we all needed this salvation of Jesus Christ. No matter what religion your parents gave back to you in, you, we all need the salvation of Jesus Christ because only Jesus Christ can take that sinful nature from, from humanity. Because that's the only antidote God has provided for man. So what the Bible said, like I read it before, God has forgiven the human race. But it's not saying, come unto me one by one. If you refuse to come, you rejected the antidote that God has made for mankind. That can save your soul from sin. That can remove this sinful nature from you. That can recreate your spirit inside you. If you say you have come, and yes, you are still committing, you are committing sin. You are still living a lifestyle of sin. You are slapping God in the face, telling God a liar that his antidote does not work for your, for your own life. What are you going to say when God asks you, what have you done with my son Jesus Christ? What have you done with the Son of God, Jesus Christ? You said He is in you. Why are you still living a lifestyle of sin? Why are you still caught in adultery, fornication, uh, embezzlement, uh, adultery, homosexuality? Why are you still committing all those iniquities, lying and murder? Why are you still doing, why are you participating in occultism? If God has given you this new birth, if Christ is already in you, you are to be in, you are a new creature if Christ is in you. Sin should be no more in your life. Look at what Apostle, Apostle Paul listed as all these sins that are going to send you to hell unless you have been born again and repented from it. In Romans chapter 1, says, even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, Romans chapter 1, verse 28. If you refuse, you do not want to retain God in your knowledge. He said, God will give them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. In verse 26 of it, talking about people that are committing sin, he said, for this cause, for this purpose, God gave them up unto vile affections. For even they are women, this change the natural use into that which is against nature. Best, 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 bestialism. We are some women are sleeping with the dogs and animals. 
Not to talk of some men sleeping with dogs and animals. And verse 37. Likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, born in their laws one to one another, homosexuality, all those sodomites. The reason why God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah is back into the world again. Men with men sleeping one another in many countries of the world now. They are now saying they have same-sex marriage. Where a woman marry a woman. And a man marry a man. Abomination is what God called it. And the end is near because that is a sign of the end. And Bible said God gave them over because they refused to retain God in their knowledge. Verse 28. Even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Being free with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to appearance, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful. And these people know the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death. They not only do those things, but they have pleasure in them that do it. That is what the world is right now. And it's getting worse and worse. But the message is coming to you. Repent. You that listen to me. Come to Jesus. He is able to change your life. Give you a new creative spirit. A new life. And you will be a new creature in Christ Jesus. He is available. And it's coming to you right now. Come unto me all you that labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart and you shall have rest unto your soul. For my yoke is easy. My body is light. Don't tell me that well, if you go to this, join this Christian so-called, this, this uh, evangelical groups, oh, you won't enjoy your life. What you think is enjoying life is sin. Which is going to lead you to a lake of fire. The real life is when the angels are visiting you. When you have a hope, it give you peace in your heart. Joy of the Holy Ghost. That is the enjoyment of life. Because you are fellowship with God. You say, our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. And with the Maria of angels. Say, so we have come unto Mount Zion, to the city of living God. The heavenly Jerusalem. And to an innumerable company of angels. That is the real life that God is calling you unto. And He's calling you right now, repent from all this ungodliness, so that you may be saved. And I'm going to pray for you right now. So that you may, you may have Jesus Christ in your heart. If you want, bow your head and say it after me. If you want to repent from your sin, you want to ask Jesus Christ into your heart. Don't tell me that you are a Muslim or you are Hindu or you are this or that. Jesus, the name Jesus is the only name that can save any human being. And you have to accept him to come and live inside you. And become a new creature in Christ Jesus. That is what I'm preaching to you. Not that you should go join this church or that church or that religion or that religion. But the one name under heaven whereby we must be saved and that name is the Lord Jesus Christ the name that is able to save you that is able to deliver you that is able to make you a new creature in Christ Jesus the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that is able to, able to make you a son of God a child of God that is what we are preaching to you and it's asking you to come right now and he will help you and we are asking you right now come and accept him as your Lord and Savior if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior today bow your head and say it after me the Bible said if you shall believe with your heart that Jesus Christ died on the cross for you, and confess with your mouth that God has raised him from the dead. He said, Thou shalt be saved. Say it after me. Say, Lord Jesus Christ, I repent for my sins. I cannot help myself. You are the only one that can save me. Come into my heart right now, Lord Jesus. Let me be born again today, Lord Jesus Christ. I call upon you, Jesus. Save my soul. Deliver me from sin. 
I confess you died for me on the cross. You paid this sacrifice. You paid for my redemption by your blood. And you rose again by the power of the Holy Ghost. And you went back to heaven and you are coming back. Take us to glory. I accept you as my Lord and Savior today. Come into my heart, Jesus. Wash me with your blood. From now on, let me sin no more. And fill me with your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father, I pray for all that are listening. Let them be touched. Let them be saved. Let them repent from their sins. From now on, let them live for Jesus and sin no more. And get out of all false religions and begin to read their Bible daily in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is it, friend. Look for a gospel church and the Lord will bless you. God bless you. Praise the Lord. If you have any question, you can call our representative in a battle. O H O three three four three six nine four four. The phone number is zero eight zero three three four three six nine four four. Again, it's zero eight zero three three four three six nine four four. Somebody will be answering your call. God bless you.